For the things we do each day, we humans have always looked for smarter solutions to improve the quality of our lives. When it comes to eating better, Factor's delicious, ready-to-eat meals make it easier than ever before to enjoy a healthy, simple, yet great experience every day. All meals are fresh, never frozen, chef-crafted, dietitian-approved and ready to go in just two minutes. Less expensive than takeout, Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing between 6 or 18 meals per week. You can pause or reschedule anytime. Head to factormeals.com gratitude50 and use code gratitude50 to get 50% off. That's code gratitude50 at factor.com gratitude50 to get 50% off. Hi Gratitude Seeker, have you heard of Mood Plus? It's a supplement based on a clinically studied strain of bacteria that promotes mental well-being and stress resilience. Here's what Kelly had to say about it. I'm able to be more patient with my kids and have more clarity to make the many decisions I have to make every day. Find out more about the science behind Mood Plus by going to Mood dash plus.com that's m-u-d dash plus.com and use promo code trymud for a 15% discount or visit the link in the description the gratitude podcast episode 41 if you learn about the auras or if you can see the aura you would realize that the thought forms affect the emotions the emotions affect the aura around you and ultimately, if you don't do something about the negative uh, thoughts or the overwhelm or the stress, that leads to a physical manifestation of a disease or an illness. So everything starts from the thought and the emotions that you're feeling. And that's why gratitude, I feel, is so, so powerful to feel and to spread also. Because once you are grateful, it spreads across the room or to the person that you're interacting with. Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, Gratitude Seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have with me a fellow podcaster that has reached 1 million downloads in over 140 countries. His name is Aditya Jaikumar, also known as AJ, and he is the founder and host of the top-ranked podcast called My Seven Chakras. He is originally from the country of yoga, India, and his goal is to sh- uh, of his show is to dive into the ancient world to uncover nuggets of wisdom that will help you lead a life of purpose and fulfillment. He believes that knowledge is only potential power, as I do too, <laughs> and that real transformation occurs when you take action and apply what you've learned. That's why his listeners are called action takers and his global community is called action tribe welcome aj uh, and please say a few more words about yourself 
Sure. So first of all, thanks a lot, Georgian, for having me on the show. Love the theme, gratitude, such an important and powerful concept to have and to incorporate into your day-to-day life. So yeah, just like you've uh, shared, I host a show called My 7 Chakras, uh, which is all about uh, looking into the past because, you know, whether it's the Indian tradition, Chinese tradition, so many different traditions, we've had so many seers and healers over the years uh, discover new ways of thinking, new ways of living. And to me, I found that really interesting, but uh, I didn't want this journey to be just myself. You know, I, did, I just didn't want to maybe read a book and do a course by myself. I wanted to include people on this journey. And I saw the internet as such a wonderful tool, uh, especially podcasting as a way to uh, have these interesting conversations with people who have dedicated their lives to learning how we can transform our lives using ancient wisdom. And that's how I started the podcast. Uh, and I'm really uh, excited and happy to be here to share my journey and, you know, reasons why I'm grateful. That's wonderful. You know, what um, uh, my fellow gratitude seekers don't know uh, or didn't know is that I am practicing yoga for like uh, for several years. So yeah. um, I know a few things about chakras and about uh um, all kinds of stuff because I'm I'm very interested in in this kind of uh, knowledge as well, um, yeah. and also about practicing because <laughs> theory is good, but if we're not practicing, uh, we won't get so many benefits that we can get. And um, I, I love I love your story about how you got started. If you if you want to share a bit about it, sure. So I came to. Canada about two and a half years back. I'm initially from Mumbai and that was uh, a big decision for me, uh, you know, moving to another country. And as you might, uh, you know, agree, making that change is, is big. So oh. two and a half years back, shifted to Canada, wanted to pursue an MBA and I've been wanting to do that for many years, um, made the change, um, but during the first few months, I did face some challenges, difference in culture, you know, full-time uh, program of the MBA. And I had uh, a lot of finance, financial challenges as well. And so during those months, uh, you know, I, I, because of those restrictions, I couldn't really hang out with a lot of people outdoors, maybe go to, you know, parties or whatnot. And uh, uh, I, I thought, to, thought to myself, what can I do with my time? What can I do with my spare time? Uh, and so it, it, it started the spiral of reaching out, going to workshops, meeting like-minded people, uh, learning what business is all about and sort of starting this podcast where I actually get to speak with and, and, and interact with people in this space in energy healing, mindfulness, meditation, yoga, Qigong and all these amazing topics uh, and, and, and have this conversation. So that's how it all started for me. Um, you know, just uh, meeting people and, and in the process, like they say, you are the average of the five people that you hang out with. I got to meet really interesting people and do what I'm doing right now. So that's wonderful. That's wonderful. It's um, such an interesting thing. This, this world, like it's so much smaller right now, uh, yeah. being able to, to go from India to Canada and to, um, to bring, bring the wisdom from there and to share it with the world and to, um, bring new things to the surface. It's wonderful. Um, I know many, many things are that are already uh, known very well in yoga. 
yes. for instance, are now uncovered by scientists and they, they find out that, in fact, <laughs> they find out things that people 5,000 years ago <laughs> already knew, actually. Yes. Um, and it's, it's really interesting to uncover that. And I, I think you're, you're doing a great job with this. Absolutely. Thanks. Just to add, you're absolutely right. Uh, the ancient uh, sages and seers and yogis knew without a doubt what science is just finding out right now. And one thing that I'm so focused on on my show is realizing and proving that we are, as individuals, are not human beings having a spiritual experience, but spiritual beings having a human experience. We're not just physical bodies that, you know, it might seem, but the physical body is just a blueprint of energetic bodies around our human body. And so, uh, you know, we were talking about gratitude today. If you learn about the auras or if you can see the aura, you would realize that the thought forms affect the emotions. The emotions affect the aura around you. And ultimately, if you don't do something about the negative uh, thoughts or the overwhelm or the stress, that leads to a physical manifestation of a disease or an illness. So everything starts from the thought and the emotions that you're feeling. And that's why gratitude I feel is so, so powerful to feel and to spread also, because once you are grateful, it spreads across the room or to the person that you're interacting with. So. Exactly. Exactly. It's, it's really funny. Um, just recently I interviewed uh, a multimillionaire, Adam Urbanski. And okay. what he said that he said that, um, the, the the most interesting thing about gratitude for him was the fact that um, people around him yeah. were much happier when he, when he was grateful because he was such uh, much more of a better person. So that's really yeah. interesting as a side effect. Um, but Aditya, uh, what does gratitude mean for you? To me, gratitude is taking a moment to be mindful and recognizing the gifts, the people, the moments, the privileges, the opportunities that already are with me, are within me. And so, so many times, uh, like we were discussing earlier, we're all, you know, many of us are entrepreneurs or high performing individuals. We always have this goal that we want to achieve in our life. Uh, and sometimes in a bit of doing that, we forget our journey. We forget to be mindful and coming back to the here and now. And when things go bad, when things don't work out as planned, all we need to do is come to the moment and realize, hey, you know what? I have so many gifts with me. I have so many people who love me, know, like, and trust me. And that is, to me, is gratitude. Just stepping into the moment and realizing the gifts that you have. Exactly. Exactly. Many times um, I do this as well when when life gets stressed out and yeah. gets well when i am stressed out actually in that life yeah. um, <clears throat> i i realized that uh, so many of the things that i once wish wished i yes. would be able to live i'm now yeah. living exactly. and uh, because i i got used to them it's like I, I i just can't see them anymore and taking that time to to realize that is is so wonderful Absolutely. And sometimes when you go to a relative's home who you've met after many years, you don't realize because you're seeing yourself every day, but they will look at you and say, wow, you've, you, you know, you've changed. You're so positive or you're so such a good communicator or you're so nice. So people tend to notice it. That's after so, years. Yeah. That's so awesome. It's like with, um, 
with children if you if you see your child every day you you yeah. can see that uh, he or she is, is growing but if you see someone like a relative's child or something um in two years you see oh my god there's <laughs> so much growth <laughs> you showed up just like that right <laughs> yeah exactly 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 um but I know uh, for a fact from scientific uh, evidence that we are kind of wired to focus on the threats, on the yes. um, on what's not going well in our lives because we need to focus energy there to, to solve it or to uh, yeah. be aware of it. Um, yes. What does spirituality, uh, what, what is spirituality's take on this? Uh spirituality's take on the fact that the industry and the media is playing on our sense of fear? Yeah, so um, the thing is like this. Um, we tend as human beings, as human beings, as uh, so as mammals, uh, yeah. we are wired this way in order for us to survive yeah. and to focus on the negatives. And I know, yeah. I know that uh, there are scientific studies that... Um, yeah say that we can rewire this so yeah. in our brain we can yeah. if we focus if we uh, develop a habit of being grateful yeah. that will rewire our brain and um, that will make so much more sense for us to to live with gratitude because um it it creates new neural pathways and i'm i'm curious yeah. if you um if you came up um in your interviews and in your studies to something that's similar to this, but it's on a, on a deeper level, not just physical. Yeah. I mean, I mean first of all, uh, I, I love that you mentioned that and you suggested that even though we've evolved, you know, for thousands of years, at a certain point, we're still caveman or cavewoman. I was there thousands of years back. And as that cave, caveman or cavewoman uh, used to go hunting, the brain was trained to look out for that saber-toothed tiger or that elephant that was going to destroy it. Right? Exactly. And so always a mind is, uh, the, there's an ancient part or the reptilian part of our mind is always you know, looking for uh, things that are a threat to us or that might kill us or that might uh, you know, destroy us. And so uh, what we're noticing is even the news plays on fear. They talk about deaths and murders and you know, explosions. And uh, even a lot of companies, uh, you know, that market their products play on the fear of losing, fear of, uh, you know, whatever. And so because of the growth of the, and, and the evolution of the internet, because everything is so close now, something that happened in Mauritius in the middle of the Pacific uh, Indian Ocean, if it comes on social media, that has the same effect on you as if, if you were in Mauritius itself. So completely agree. And it's all about training your mind to realize that there is no physical danger to you. And mm -hmm. You know, reading these these books about how you can shift your focus because it, the uh, you know uh, bottom line is it's about your focus, right? Uh, when you change the way you look at things, the things that you look at begin to change as well. That's uh, Wayne Dyer quote. Even according to ancient tradition, Chinese tradition, it says uh, energy flows where the focus goes. So if you're focusing on the news feeds, if you're focusing on face fake Facebook and uh, news. 
uh, you're bound to feel those emotions, those emotional reactions as if you were a part of that explosion or, or now it's, it's not good to have devastation and, and disaster that's, um, that's happening right now. And a lot of things have to change, but small changes that you make, can make on a daily basis, uh, like focusing on the positive, uh, maintaining a gratitude journal, uh, maintaining a diary, you know, ensuring that you are meeting with positive, like-minded people who will uplift you. Those things can, like you've suggested, change your brain chemistry, create new neural pathways, and really transform your life. Because at the end of the day, it's all about the mind. The moment you realize that the only thing that's stopping you is your uh, belief of whether what you want is possible or no. Once you realize that it's in the mind, everything shifts. So absolutely right. It's all about making those small changes every day until it becomes a habit. Exactly, exactly. Because um, we, we are bombarded by all kinds of negative things and negative news. And um, it's our duty to, to do something about it and to, to shift that. Because otherwise, we, we could do this all day. We could see the, everything that's going bad. And uh, yep. the interesting thing is that one part of us feels good in a weird way because it feels like uh, it's protecting uh, it's protecting us so if you know everything that's going bad in the world you feel safe somehow you see you feel safer in in a, in a weird way but um, actually you are very fearful and when you are fearful it's really hard to be grateful actually absolutely absolutely and like you mentioned it's just about being aware that's you know, there are these narratives that are playing in the background. <laughs> there are these news companies that are trying to play on your fears. There are these companies that are trying to play on your fears. Just being aware and being conscious of that, half your job is over. Because now you know that this exists. And now you know that you need to focus on what will take you to the next level, what will take you towards your goals. And that's the difference. A lot of people are not even aware that this is happening in the background. So Precisely. You know, Precisely. And the thing is that uh, it takes a lot of your energy, of your focus. Uh, yeah. And when that happens, you can't feel grateful. You can't, uh, you can't make gratitude more of a habit and experiences, experience the joys that, that gratitude can bring. Um, but on this, do you have a certain quote on gratitude that you love? Yeah. Uh, there are so many quotes on gratitude, like, uh, right? There's so many amazing quotes that have been written by authors and seers. Uh, one of my quotes uh, uh, that I absolutely love is uh, is actually an ancient, I think, Persian proverb. It's been associated or, uh, you know, it's sort of anonymous, but it goes uh, like this. Uh, I cried when I had no shoes until I met a person who had no feet. You know, and what it really teaches me is that a lot of times we have challenges, we have problems, we have troubles, we've been cheated, you know, we something did not go as expected. And um, it's true. I mean, nobody can deny that, that challenges come in our life. But when we take a moment to really take a couple of steps back and look at things from a broader picture, uh, everything's relative, right? And so you realize that the problem that you're facing, there is someone across the world, maybe across the city, across the building who's facing a problem that's five times or 10 times as big as the problem that you're facing. Now, this does two things. Firstly, uh, it helps us make sense 
of the challenges that we have in our life it helps us feel better immediately and second it helps us know that whatever problem that is there in our life it is possible to transform it changes everything once we just have that perspective that yes there are bigger problems in the world and people have really overcome them yeah i i so agree with this because you get to uh, get your power back actually yeah and once you um you're grateful for the fact that you um you get to have the power to solve the problem and that other people are um having even bigger challenges and they somehow manage to uh, overcome them it put it puts things into perspective and you realize that you can actually do it yourself and uh you can do it from a totally different state which is so 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 important it's powerful <laughs> <laughs> um but you know like like we talked in the beginning life can get hard sometimes and it can get uh, really stressful and uh, i'm thinking that um you might have a, a way of dealing with these situations and um my question is what do you do when it's hard to be grateful uh, i think that's a wonderful question and irrespective of how experienced a person is with gratefulness or with meditation that happens to everyone there are sometimes when uh, things are so bad or so challenging it's it's hard to be grateful and for me what i've realized is when i've when i face this circumstance where it's hard to be grateful it's usually because i'm thinking about gratitude i'm thinking and trying to change my thoughts towards being grateful and sometimes it's just not possible now what i've realized is that the mind body and breathing the breath are connected in ways that we don't even understand right now we've just sort of hit the tip of the iceberg but it's connected in a very intricate way and so uh, there's a technique that is connected to uh, uh, to these three aspects that sort of helps me come to a state of gratefulness so when it's hard for me to think about gratefulness i ask myself three questions and this is called the three intentional corrections three intentional corrections one is how's your posture a lot of times when we are feeling ungrateful it's usually because uh you'll notice in your body that you're slouching or maybe your weight is on just one foot or maybe your uh, there's a frown in your face or maybe you're not smiling so once you think about your posture you correct it you you know you you move your shoulders backwards you balance rebalance yourself you smile uh uh it it's for, the first step is done the second step is uh what is your breathing like again when you're ungrateful it's usually because you're you're getting like a half breath you're not breathing properly you take multiple breath you know uh breaths in like fill your entire stomach out and do that about 5 to 7 times in and out you automatically feel a surge of energy because your blood has got the required oxygen that it is missing that is creating that that negative emotion that's the second second step now third step is what are my thoughts now at this point you it it comes more naturally uh, uh, gratefulness because your body and your breath has been taken care of in certain situations even now it might be difficult to be grateful and so uh, i have realized that at, at this point it's usually because i am afraid or i have a fear about something related to the past 
or I'm afraid that something might not happen the way I intended to in the future or there's some worry or somebody betrayed me in the past or I fear that somebody will not work according to what I think about in the future. So uh, it's usually because I'm thinking about the future or the past. And so at this point, what you need to do is just come back to the here and now because that's where the power really resides here and now and think about your your heart, you know, your heart is beating without your, you know, pressing a button in the morning. It's automatic. Your skin is letting you feel things. You're able to see clearly in most cases and you're able to smell things. And so you realize these senses that you have, that you've been taken for granted are already within you. And as soon as you do that, you follow these three steps. If we, I feel grateful once again. So I, it used to be a step-by-step step process initially, but now it's become more analyze so to speak for me that's very very interesting and very useful because we can do that like anywhere we we are actually and um we don't need to be in a certain place like when it comes to meditating you you need a bit of privacy you need a bit of uh private space so you can do that um i think meditating helps a lot also yeah. um, but uh but the breathing you, you can do everywhere and it's really interesting for me um, as I've uh, studied yoga and uh, uh, pranayama, I think it's, it's in English, right? Yeah. Um, it's really uh, amazing how it can shift your thoughts and it can clear your mind. Yeah. And uh, it's wonderful to, to experience. So if you haven't tried this, uh, gratitude seekers, do try it. It's, it's amazing. Really, it can, even if you're like um, thinking, oh, how can it help me? It's, it's just breathing. It's, I have so, so many problems right now. I, yeah. I'm so stressed out and you tell me to breathe. <laughs> <laughs> uh, do that because it's really, really helpful and do the steps that uh, Aditya um, shared with us because they are great. I I totally agree with, with them and how, how he presented them. It's really awesome. Um, so getting back to, back to our interview, um, yeah. Aditya, um, when did you uh, first discover gratitude? Like uh, not just the concept, but actually feeling it and uh, really inter- internalize it. Like... Um, we know about like, I don't know, uh, different concepts like love or other concepts. Um, mm-hmm. But we we get to a certain point where we actually realize them, where, where we actually live them. Um, mm-hmm. When and how did you get to that point? Well, officially, I've been reading uh, about gratitude in books and hearing from people for uh, a couple of years now, you know, but... The first time I was introduced to the concept of gratitude was as a child, you know, and uh, it was through my dad and my mom. So my dad was actually from a a small town. And uh, when he was a kid, there were multiple children, right? Uh, There are two, two, two kids, two sons and uh, two daughters. So four kids in one family. And these days, if you think about it, families have shrunk right in size. There were four families, which means that, uh, uh, you know, middle-class family in those days with uh, limited income had to distribute all food 
and resources among four four kids. And so he used to tell me that when they used to come back home, the dad used to buy one bar of chocolate. Okay. And every morning the dad would give him one small piece of chocolate, you know, to have. And if he did something good, uh, he would get a gift as a reward. But that one piece of chocolate, and these days uh, he used to tell me that, you know, chocolate is so abound and it's readily available. And we were just two kids in my, in my family. So he used to give me nuggets of advice when I was a kid to sort of remind me of the importance of gratitude. And I think that was good on my dad's part, not to drill me with a lot of theoretical information, but to share stories and help me as a kid to relate to a concept like gratitude. So that's what I sort of initially uh, heard about it. But over the years, I've read books and sort of learned about the scientific benefits of gratitude and how it changes the neurochemistry of, 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 the, of, of, the, of the brain and how it reduces stress levels and things like that. But that was the initial mm-hmm. um, phase when I got to know about this wonderful concept. That's so interesting. Yeah. Um... I'm really curious if you want to share with us um, what does your tradition um, say about gratitude? Like um, one of the reasons why I'm doing this podcast is because um, I feel that gratitude, like love, is uh, something that's present in in Mm -hmm. many religions, if not in every religion. and uh, I'm really curious to uh, to know how um, how it's been taught um, in your in your view in in your tradition in, in back in India. Yeah, yeah, and I love this question uh, because India as a country has so many traditions, so many different cultures. And just because you're born into one religion, it doesn't mean you're uh, limited. And that's the beauty of India. If you look at the Indian note, you have 26 different languages in one, one just. Wow. <laughs> so India is literally a subcontinent and a, is a amalgamation of uh, different cultures. So even in my family, uh, my dad is a Hindu. Uh, my mom is a Christian. And my, uh, my good friend at a certain age introduced me to Buddhism. <laughs> you know, and I think that was one of the reasons why I started this podcast because I was so fascinated by what a religion has to offer and what it's become in these, you know, a lot of people do not like religion these days, but can connect more with spirituality. So I was, I was really fascinated about, you know, the different traditions around the world. But to answer your question, uh, Hinduism, you know, there's a lot of gratitude within Hinduism. Uh, Hinduism teaches you to be grateful to your uh, parents and in Sanskrit it's called Matro Devo Bhavo which means Matro means mother Devo Bhavo means is like God mm. <laughs> Itru Devo Bhavo means dad is like God Atiti Devo Bhavo means like if there's a guest in the middle of the night comes to your home the guest is like God and you need to always keep food in your fridge or whatever so that you can give to the guest because God has come into your room. That's so beautiful. (laughs) So Sanskrit is laden with uh, small nuggets of, of, of of wisdom that allow you to express your gratitude whenever uh, you get a chance. And the other thing is also uh, after you in, in the ancient days, when you go and learn with a teacher, right? Uh, The teacher, you're supposed to give a gift to the teacher after the course or the teaching is complete. 
And so that's also another way to express your gratitude for the knowledge that the teachers provided uh, during those years or during those months. So gratitude is all about, as far as Hinduism is concerned, Christianity through my mom, as you know, Jesus, the Messiah is, you know, is all about compassion, forgiveness, love, and gratitude through all these parables. My mom should take me to the church on Sundays. So that's where I got exposed to the wonderful tenets and, and concepts of Christianity and Buddhism as well. Uh, <laughs> Buddhism is all about gratitude uh, because if you see, uh, there's a concept of bodhisattva mm-hmm. in, in, uh, in Buddhism. Have you heard about that? Yeah, of course. A bodhisattva, I mean, uh, just to reiterate, is somebody who has experienced the light, has experienced the wisdom, has has abundant knowledge, but instead of going to the mountains or going to the beaches to meditate or you know relax or whatnot, this person chooses voluntarily to sacrifice that wonderful life to stay among the people who are experiencing challenges and stress and worry to help them out. So this person ex- experiences gratitude that has been given to him or her, but chooses to stay to help people come onto that, you know, metaphorical raft of, of life from the white waters of challenges. So uh, gratitude all around. <laughs> <laughs> That's so interesting, actually. Uh, we have similar experiences because, um, so I'm uh, an Orthodox Christian. Okay. Uh, my grandma uh, that that has raised me uh, is uh, Roman Catholic. Oh, okay. And uh, my brother, uh, even though he is a Christian, he's been practicing yoga for quite a while and he has taught me all kinds of things uh, regarding Hinduism. And uh, yeah, it's, it's really interesting to, to see that we have a, a similar experiences uh, regarding this. And I think this is one of the reasons why we are so open about all kinds of religions and spiritual views. Yes. And um, at least in, in my experience, I've always tried to connect them because I think we all believe in one God, one yep. way or another. And uh, we should see uh, the things that we have in common between religions, not the, the things that uh, tear us apart one way or another. So. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. really interesting. <laughs> so here's my thought about religion. Um, I don't want to drift off the topic, but what I believe is religion, when it started, started with good intentions. Religion was spirituality for everyone. You know, so you don't have to escape or go to a forest or somewhere. You can be with your family and still experience the beauty of the universe or beauty of that universal intelligence through religion. So I don't think religion is necessarily a bad thing. Uh, but like it all boils down to when you change the way you look at things, things you look at you begin to change as well. So I think religion and, and, and spirituality can coexist side by side. And it's, uh, it's your choice, you know, which route you want to go. Yeah, totally, totally. So getting back to our topic, yeah. um, uh, if you would meet someone like uh, 10 years um, younger than you, yeah. What would you tell that, that younger person about gratitude? Okay. So uh, first of all, I would tell that person, I would explain the person what gratitude is, you know, that feeling, that knowing that you have that gift, that relation, that family, those friends already within you without any change. And I would request a person to maintain a journal or a diary and every day, right? one, two, or three things that he or she might be grateful for. 
because I feel that thinking about gratitude is one thing, but when you write it down on a piece of paper or whatever, and I carry it, uh, I carry it over here, this journal, uh, it has a different feeling. It helps you connect with your higher self. It helps you connect with your inner being. So that's one of the benefits, writing it down and feeling that chemistry change within your body and feeling those wonderful benefits. But the second benefit of that is this child or this teenager after five years, after 10 years, after 15 years can go back to the journal, read some of the thoughts that this person had. And especially if the person is going through a stress or challenges, realize that you've come such a far away and whatever you're facing is just a small thing. You can easily overcome that challenge because you've gone through so much. You've gone through 15 years of, of, of challenges and, and, and change. <laughs> That's awesome because we, um, we tend to forget. We tend to uh, get to the next level and think yeah. and, and just forget how, how it was like one year ago, um, how we overcame a lot of the challenges and how beautiful actually uh, life is. Because wh- what I realized in my own experience is that for many people, so um, actually where we are, uh, in most a- aspects of our lives is where we, we feel good somehow or at least yeah. comfortable. Yeah. And um, many of us are ungrateful or unhappy about the, the, the current situation, but uh, we don't actually want to change. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting, usually. So it's not for, this, is, this doesn't work for everyone, but... Um, what I realized, like talking with friends or coaching people, that in fact, the life that they, they have created um, is the way they, they wanted it to be. And mm-hmm. even if they would like it to be uh, better in one way or another, uh, the, 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 hardest, the hardest thing to do is to, to get out of that, that comfort zone and um, that that good feeling somehow it's really interesting how we work as humans (laughs) no absolutely i agree you know uh, the way i look at it is we at times are within what we call the zone of comfort Mm -hmm. when we stay in the zone of comfort we are comfortable yes but sometimes that life tends to get very monotonous very dreary very boring because everything becomes predictable you go to work do whatever you make reports come back spend time with family and it keeps repeating itself. Now, if you're comfortable with that, that's awesome. But every once in a while, a person comes across a situation, a magic moment, a synchronicity when life does not remain the same, like it's coming out of the matrix. And once you, uh, I think Tony Robbins calls it setting yourself up for success. Once you realize that here's the possibility for your life, once you see the opportunity, then everything shifts. And then you're not satisfied with that same monotonous life. Then you want ups and downs and ups and downs. And then challenges seem like such a wonderful opportunity because it helps you grow, helps you evolve. So, you know, I agree with that. Yeah, they say that uh, change is something that happens. Uh, it, it happens all the time and uh, it's not something that you can control. Yeah. But growth is something that we have to choose. So uh, we mm-hmm. need to choose to grow uh, because change will will be uh, happening all the time, like <laughs> the changes in weather and everything, like <laughs> like it's right right now. It's it's snowing here, 
even though it's uh, in the middle of um, spring and it has never <laughs> happened before. <laughs> okay. uh, so uh, yeah, it's really interesting how uh, how life changes and how we can choose to appreciate the changes in our life and to choose to grow with them. Um, yeah. And on this, do you feel like uh, the growth of uh, your podcast, like to one million downloads, uh, So in this process, do you feel that gratitude has helped you? Yes. I mean, in terms of where I have reached so far, um, I've got big goals, you know, in the next couple of months, in the next couple of years. But gratitude has a big role, has played a big role as far as coming here so far. So firstly, gratitude has ensured my health. Mm. And without health... I would not be here, you know, as a podcaster, as you might uh, agree, there are so many things that we have to do, right? So consistency is one. You need to keep getting guests. The other thing is you need to produce the show, edit it. Uh, you need to, uh, you know, uh, work towards the promotions and, and so many different uh, aspects of running a podcast. And if you are not healthy, you sort of will give up. So, Uh, as a part of my research through my show, uh, what I do is I study the energetic uh, body of a person. And like I've shared before, you, you know, our auras that are around our physical body, you have multiple auras. You have one is called the mental aura. You have the emotional aura and you have the vital aura, right? And so just that knowledge that, you know, our, uh, our thoughts affect our emotions and affect, uh, emotions affect health. Just that knowledge has uh, kept me healthy to avoid those negative thoughts, to avoid that stressful thoughts and to in instead have these positive thoughts. And the other thing is gratitude has helped me look at a challenge or look at a shortcoming as an opportunity to grow. So especially in the, in the start when, uh, as you might expect, when you, when you start as a podcaster, it's literally like speaking into darkness, right? Because you don't know who's listening to your show. You don't know how many downloads you're going to get. You don't know. There are so many uncertainties involved. And I sort of put myself, uh, you know, put myself into a challenge. I said, I'm going to do not just five episodes. I'm going to do at least a hundred episodes. And then let's see what's going to happen. And at every occasion, I, uh, you know, uh, expressed gratitude. And slowly but surely, downloads trickled in. People started getting to notice uh, the show. And... Uh, you know, just being able to affect change in such a small way at the beginning and now in a comparatively larger way, uh, everything is grateful, you know? <laughs> and uh, I think um, what I, I really love about um, your show is that people really appreciate it and show it. Like you have so many reviews and from all around the world and people really appreciate it. And it's, it's so awesome. Absolutely. I mean, the, what I'm really grateful for is, uh, you know, the number of people who have listened to the show and people who have been able to change the way they look at things, express, uh, experience, uh, gratefulness, maybe, you know, get a job or improve a relationship. Uh, like we're discussing today, you know, a lot of people are just one step away from a transformation, just one step away from greatness. And a lot of times we don't realize that we're so close to change and, Just that shift, listening to one episode, listening to one of your episodes, you know, helps that person really transform. So, yeah, that, that's awesome. That's awesome. 
And uh, it's awesome the fact that we uh, get to express this. And um, even if those, pe those people don't realize it, their support and their gratitude um, made you continue and made you uh, create an even better show. And uh, it's, it's really interesting, the power of gratitude that's expressed like we can support people like you that are doing great work um, by just saying a few words that we appreciate. And we, we, it's so, so necessary for us to, as human beings to, to do this because it feels great and also to receive this because it, it gives meaning to our life. And uh, I think that this is an awesome thing that, that your experience is with, experiencing with this. And you know, what's the funny thing about uh, podcasting is once you say what you have to say onto that audio file, right? Once you ex share that energy, so to speak, once you give that great uh, gratitude or that uh, thanks uh, and you put it into that audio file, it's there on the internets, you know, somebody can come there after five years, after 10 years, your son or your grandson, maybe uh, many years down the line can listen to this episode or listen to some other of your episodes and feel the same emotion. Yeah. That's the beauty of it. And that's beautiful. That's beautiful. So um, what I uh, wanted to ask you, so this, this will be um, to the end of our, our discussion. Okay. Uh, who are you grateful for in your life? Um, if you want to share um, some of your experiences, some of the people that have uh, helped you be who you are today and you're very grateful for them. Sure. Uh, firstly, I am really, really grateful for my parents. You know, if it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here in the first place. My parents are sort of like my best friends and my coaches, so to speak, you know. <laughs> A lot of times, uh, in some cases, you know, you're not able to connect with your parents that well, right? In many cases. And so you share a lot of unconfined things with in, in your friends. In my case, it's different. <laughs> you know, from, from childhood, I've already sh always shared a lot of things uh, with them, gotten their feedback. And because my dad is an entrepreneur himself, uh, I get like a really sane perspective on what I should do next in, in my venture and my business. So a lot of thanks to my, to my parents. Um, as far as the story is concerned, uh, there was a time when I was in the eighth grade and especially in India, eighth grade is very crucial, you know, because uh, eighth to uh, the 10th is where you sort of finish school and you move on to your college and the, and the grades are really important. Anyway, uh, in school, I wasn't really a good student in terms of grades. You know, I didn't like the way they taught in, in class and it's not like I didn't like studying. I loved studying. Um, uh, uh, I loved general knowledge. I loved reading books and stuff like that, but I didn't like the studies. So anyway, uh, there was a phase where one of the teachers said that, uh, you know, this kid has got so low grades. There's no hope for him. And, uh, and I think, you know, when teachers say something, it plays a huge role in the overall development of that kid, right? Cause that, cause what she says gets stored into your subconscious memory. And years later, you have a problem, you're not able to learn. And you say, why am I not able to learn? And then you don't realize because that memory is stored in your subconscious. Anyway, so the teacher said this, uh, but luckily my mom was there, you know, and she took it as a determination to walk that journey with me, those few months till 
you know, my 10th. And so I still remember she, you know, ensured that I learned stuff. She was awake with me till like two to three o'clock in the morning. She made me tea and she did everything possible to support me. And I, I passed with flying colors. You know, I, I, I got a distinction. Wow. Overall. And it was because of the courage and the support of my, of my mom and as well, my, uh, my dad, my dad has been hugely supportive, a lot of ideas, a lot of feedback, a lot of guidance, like I said, gratefulness. So those two people highly grateful for grateful for my sister because she came to USA two years before I did. And so when I came to Canada, it was like a strong support uh, system that was already there. She's three years younger than me. And so just having some one over here changed everything for me. So it was much more easier for me to make the transition. And third is my girlfriend. And uh, I'm going to keep it really short over here, but you won't believe how I met my girlfriend. You know, I believe in the law of attraction. I believe that if you write something down, if you have that dominant thought in your mind, you literally can attract whoever you want or whatever thing you want, whether it's money, uh, fame, or whether it's health or relationship. Whatever. So I wrote down at one point that I want to attract a perfect partner or a girlfriend. I closed the book and I chanted towards that every day. One day I finished chanting with a group of my Buddhist friends. I came down, walked down and I literally, you know, I stumbled upon this girl who was for directions, Google map. And we took a conversation and she's my girlfriend now. Wow. <laughs> so hugely uh, you know, grateful for her, really supportive, really kind, really compassionate. And uh, yeah, those are the people that I'm really grateful for. This is amazing. Uh, I love I love your story about about your girlfriend. I love I love the fact that um, you you had that experience with with your with your folks and that uh, they taught you gratitude. Yeah. Um, so um, thank you very much for for being here with us. Uh, where can people find you? Where can people see your work? Sure. Uh, so my uh, website where I. I post most of my episodes uh, and inspirational uh, ideas uh, is my seven chakra, the seven as in the word, my seven chakras.com, my seven chakras.com. And uh, for your listeners, especially I have compiled a list of top books to read if you want to evolve spiritually. So in every episode of mine, I ask my guests, what is that one book you'd like to recommend for our listeners? So uh, if they want a, a, a top list of books to read in order to evolve spiritually, then they can go to my seven chakras.com forward slash reading list. All right. So make sure uh, you go there and you check out the books from Aditya. Um, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Make sure you um, you subscribe and you keep in touch with me and with uh, my amazing guests. Um, and with gratitude, of course. Um, thank you very much, Aditya, for being here with us and for sharing your wisdom and your experience. It has been great. Thank you. Thanks a lot, George. And it's been a wonderful time. I hope you have a wonderful day ahead. Maybe in this thank, you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. Thank you for listening to our weekly podcast. Help us reach our goal of inspiring 100,000 people by sharing this podcast with your loved ones, with your Facebook friends. And if you loved this episode, please write a review on iTunes. Search for the Gratitude Podcast.